Fresh Fiction Podcast is brought to you by Ravel Books and Bethany House, publishers of Beneath the Surface by Lynn H. Blackburn. Lynn stopped by the podcast to talk about Beneath the Surface, the first in her dive team investigation series. There's a new one coming out this November that you should uh, pre-order and get your hands on as soon as it's available. She also shared her journey as a writer, how she balances her new career with her family, and what she's just finished binge reading and watching. So stay tuned for that interview coming up next. Lynn Blackburn, thank you so much for stopping by the podcast today to talk to us about your newest book, Beneath the Surface. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to talk to you. So, um, Lynn, for some of our listeners who may not know you yet, um, do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself and how you started writing? Sure. Uh, Well, my name's Lynn Blackburn, and I'm a Carolina girl. I was born in North Carolina, and I've lived in South Carolina my entire adult life. I'm a Clemson Tiger. I graduated from Clemson with a degree in chemical engineering, which is the obvious gateway uh, major to go into. I know. I was just thinking that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? But I, as a kid, my favorite subjects were history and English, mainly literature. I have been an avid reader. Uh, My entire goal in kindergarten was to learn to read. That That was what it was all about for me, was how quickly can I learn how to read so I don't have to rely on anyone else to read to me. And thank goodness for my mother who dragged me to the library over, I mean, you know, stacks of books mm-hmm. as a kid, and I couldn't get enough. And uh, But it, it really never occurred to me <laughs> to try to write. And I've had uh, lots of stories in my head, and it just, I don't know why I never made that connection. And I heard an author probably 10 or 11 years ago, make a comment about telling stories to herself. And I went, that's what I do. But I hadn't made the connection that, well, you could try to write them. And so, of course, I did, thinking it would be easy because I've read thousands of books, Mm -hmm. so I'm obviously a professional. (laughs) And I think I made it half a page and realized I had no idea how to write dialogue. Like, I didn't know... I could hear the dialogue in my head, but I didn't know anything about where's the comma and where do the quotes go and how do I do this? I'm running to my bookshelves to grab a book to see what the dialogue looked like. So obviously it turned out to be a little harder than I anticipated. Always is. It it always is, right? (laughs) And, uh, but I started, I wrote a book, uh, which has never been published and will probably never, well, it will never be published in its current form. Uh, But that was during the spring and summer of 2009 and really got the bug. And, of course, my parents and my family loved it, which on the one hand is good, but everyone then immediately tells you your parents and family are the worst people to get feedback from because they love you and hopefully they're going to be nice to you. But I uh, took some classes and attended some conferences and, and really started working on my craft and then in 2014, sold a book to Love Inspired Suspense as part of their Killer Voices contest. And that was my first book, Covert Justice. And then the second book with them was Hidden Legacy. And then um, I guess it's been, I guess it was 20, the years start running together when you start thinking publication schedules because it's all stretched out. Yeah. But I sold uh, the Dive Team Investigation series in March of last year, officially in March of last year. Oh, wow. And then Beneath the Surface released uh, this March. Mm-hmm. 
and there will be two more books in this series. That's exciting. So were you looking to write a series? I was. It's my favorite thing to read. Mm-hmm. And I love the group dynamic. I, I love the romance. And I always, I, I love the romance. But I love having that, that group of friends or coworkers or a family. My, you know, I got my first taste of romantic suspense from Dee Henderson's O'Malley's the O'Malley's back, I don't even know when those came out, and that was the, I think there were eight of them that had all been, um, I don't remember now, were they in an orphanage or foster care, but they basically adopted it themselves and gave themselves this name, and then each book was about a different O'Malley, and uh, those are still some of my favorite books when there's either a family or something that ties everyone together, so Mm -hmm. I very much wanted to write a series um, where I could have the character have a little more character development and start developing the characters in each book and get to know them and have a little more time with them. So are they all based around the same area in North Carolina? The first two books are not. The first two books were uh, set in Etowah, North Carolina, which okay. is just outside of Hendersonville, um, which is maybe 15, 20 minutes from Asheville. For mm-hmm. people who aren't familiar with that area, more people have heard of Asheville, where the Biltmore House is, things like that. And uh, I was born in Hendersonville, and that area was is still where my grandmother and my aunts and uncles are. And um, so it's home and, and well-known to me. And then my parents actually lived in central North Carolina after I was an adult. I've never lived in central North Carolina, but they lived there for uh, 20 years. Oh, wow. So I've visited that area a lot over the years and um, thought it would be a great place to create a city mm-hmm. and set the, the new series there. Oh, that's so cool. So, yeah, so driving right, diving, that was not an intended pun on that one, um, <laughs> right into the Dive Team Investigation series. Tell us a little bit about Beneath the Surface because this is the first one um, with the series and it's your first one with a whole new publisher. It is, yes, and it's it, the dive team investigation series follows uh, members of a local law enforcement dive team. I didn't even know those existed until I had attended a, a Riders Police Academy, and they gave us a demonstration. and And basically, it's the it's usually officers who have other jobs in the sheriff's office or police department, and they volunteer to do this, and they get called out when there's a need to. Um, retrieve evidence from some form of water, a lake, a river, a farm pond, whatever. It's, it's not really glamorous. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of diving in very unpleasant conditions. A lot of times they can't see anything, or terrible visibility, that kind of stuff. But it's so important, and it's crucial sometimes to, to solving a case, and I thought it would be a great way to explore some of the dynamics and that's the unifying factor and then we have um we have a couple of homicide investigators white collar crime investigators and then also a nurse practitioner and a computer forensics specialist that are all part of this and the first book focuses on ryan parker who's a homicide investigator and the dive team is out on a training exercise and um discover something they weren't planning on finding always and then always of course and then they happen to be near the dock of a childhood friend of his and so he goes and asks her if he can if they can use her dock 
while they're doing some of the investigations over the next few days and inadvertently draws her into a very dangerous situation. That's so interesting because I, I'm just to go back with the to discovering that this was an entire sort of um, division in the police department. Has did you ever have any interest in like going in there and in, in your research of like exploring, doing your own sort of semi dive? Well, I actually am about two dives away from being a certified diver myself. Oh, I awesome! I've been working on it, and I actually would have been finished this week, but I. Messed up my ears, and I could not finish my dives, so hopefully by the end of the week. But I um, have no interest in diving in some of the places they dive. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I want to be able to see what I'm getting into. And I, I, mm, it's kind of terrifying to me to think of some of the environments that, where they dive. And um, it's, it's very, it's very impressive that they're willing to do this and that there are people who, um, have this ability and willingness to to take those risks and do that because it would scare me to death. There's oh, no way. Absolutely, I would be the same way. I don't. <laughs> I don't really like water and like massive bodies of water anyway. And I would be so freaked out. Yeah, it's the, this this book might not be the best book for people who um, are considering diving. <laughs> <laughs> they might they might make them hesitant, but it's not it's not so scary that I, it's for people who have true phobias with water it's not it's not too much but um yeah there's my my sister is the same she doesn't care for she doesn't mind being on the surface mm-hmm. of lakes and and rivers but she doesn't really care much about being under the water and i i dragged her to get dive certified with me so oh how she's funny she's yeah she's we have to work through that fear so that's what you encourage yes, exactly <laughs> So um, I'm really curious, too, because you've got these three, you've got the three books, um, and then including also Beneath the Surface. What was it about romantic suspense that captured your fancy? I think part of it is that I love reading about people doing things that I would never, I, I, I could not do that. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something fun about, I like, I enjoy, I love reading it. It's my favorite genre. And I think from a writing perspective, there's just something so fun about creating characters who have abilities that I do not have in any way. And I kind, I kind of get to live vicariously through them. I get to be brave and bold and tough when I am none of those things. <laughs> and, and it's a fun way. And, and I tried uh, when I was first writing. I tried to write just a straight-up romance without any romantic element, uh, suspense elements in, in there. And I would get three or four chapters in, and then the character would turn out to, I mean, it would just inevitably, oh, she's undercover. I didn't, where did that come from? And I quit fighting it. I was, somebody was going to wind up being a spy or an undercover FBI agent or something. And I figured there's no reason to fight it. Just go with it. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to give into the characters. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Have you had any interest in writing any? I know that you know you're still um, still pretty pretty new as a published author. Do you have any interest in writing any other genres, or is romantic suspense where you want to stay for the time being? Romantic suspense is where I want to stay for the time being. If I ever branched into anything else, it would probably be historical. That that was my next. Uh, history was my favorite subject, but wow, that's a lot of research. Yeah. And just the, I'm so impressed. I love reading historicals, 
and uh, they're some of my favorites. But I, that is, that is, boy, to get all the facts right and every little thing that you don't even think about, uh, whether or not that terminology was in use or all of those kinds of things, that's, that's some tough work there. Yeah. And I think it would be fun to try someday, but I don't see it happening anytime. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to stick to what I know, which is yes. killing people off. <laughs> Well, speaking of what you're reading, um, one of the things that we like to do at the Fresh Fiction Podcast is talk to our um, authors about what you're, you know, you're you're obviously you're a big reader because you enjoy um, writing books, but I'm curious to know what sort of, um, what you're currently reading, what you're watching, and what you're listening to. Oh, okay. So what, what first? Reading? Sure. Let's go for it. Well, I just recently completely binge read the Susie Mae Warren um, Montana Rescue series that she had that she's writing right now there's four there will be six the first four are out the fifth one comes out in May and then I uh, the sixth one comes out sometime later this year and I am I mean I think I read all four of them in about three days oh my so gosh. that was it was they were so good. They're so good. And I mean, she's a master anyway, but they were fantastic. And then um, I'm the one that I'm sitting on and saving for my vacation is a book called What the Moon Saw by D.L. Kuntz. And it is, I'm so intrigued by it because it combines my love of history and romantic suspense. And the, the idea is that an FBI agent gets sucked back to 1926. Oh. And there's a whole suspense element, but she's from the present day and now she's living in 1926 so I'm completely intrigued with the entire premise of this book and it came yesterday and I just keep looking at it and saying no you're going to read that on vacation yeah. so we'll see how that works and then I um I'm also I'm I, I read a lot of nonfiction, and I'm I'm working uh just started Begin Again by Leanna Tankersley uh, which is uh, it's called The Brave Practice of Releasing Hurt and Receiving Rest, and I think it sounds very interesting. And um, I'm also reading Reading People by Ann Bogle, and Ann Bogle is modern Mrs. Darcy, and she has a podcast called What Should I Read Next? Mm-hmm. And that is something I'm listening to, so to tie that one in. Oh, perfect. I listen to What Should I Read Next? Pretty much weekly. If I miss an episode, I will catch up quickly. Uh, it's one of my favorites. She has phenomenal taste, and I love listening to to her podcast. And then the other thing I'm reading is the Read Aloud Family by Sarah McKenzie, which is also a podcast. The Read Aloud Revival by Sarah McKenzie is another one of my favorite things that I'm listening to. Uh, it's more focused on children's literature, and I have I have three kids, and so I'm always interested in her take on that and the other podcast i'm listening to right now is the next right thing by emily p freeman and it is a very calm 15 minutes in my otherwise very busy week (laughs) and it makes me pause and reflect and think in really good ways and I'm I'm really enjoying that one those are i yeah that's awesome um listen or uh watching watching oh well the voice i love the voice (laughs) (laughs) so I, I love The Voice, so I'll watch The Voice uh, when it comes on, if I possibly can. And then the other one that I really love, which really comes back to the romantic suspense thing, is Lethal Weapon. It's the, I don't know if you've seen it, it's a remake that, of the movies, but it's a TV show. I think it's on Fox. Yeah, it's on Fox. And I 
absolutely love it. I love the bromance. I love the characters. I love how completely over the top it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the There's always some massive explosion or car <laughs> chase or something. And I'm okay with that. I, I think it's great. And I, I have really, I don't, I don't know if this is still the first season or the second season, but I really, really enjoy that one. So that's, I don't watch a lot of TV. I'm always on a deadline and so I have to be really intentional and careful about that right but um but those those two make it to my the top of my list usually and I'm a huge NCIS fan so I'm I'm currently way behind but I pretty much try during the summers to catch up on all of them uh, when when everything else is in reruns yeah that's it's funny because I feel like with uh NCIS it's such a great show that you can pick up at any time because it's like on every channel anyway (laughs) and I've watched it forever and I love it and I can't always get it in so I'll wait and then when there's nothing new on it's perfect I can watch you know catch several on demand or whatever yeah that's so interesting so are you are you um are you able to read and watch stuff while you're writing or do you like to be like I have to write right now I have to get this book done so I won't get to enjoy any sort of entertainment till that's finished I don't read a lot of fiction while I'm drafting a story. And I read a lot in between. Once I get the story out of my head and it's drafted and I'm I'm really doing more editing and revising, Mm -hmm. then I will usually go on a massive binge and read for a week and do almost nothing else. But that's more because I don't have much (laughs) (laughs) self-control. Once I start a story, I desperately need to know how it will end, and Mm -hmm. I will stay up late and ignore my responsibilities, and that's, I should have figured that out by now, but I'm still, I still, it's dangerous to pick up a book and start, because I know what's going to happen. Uh, So I, but I can, I can pick up and put down fiction, so, I mean, nonfiction, easily. I can read a chapter or a few pages and then put it down, but I don't have that ability with fiction, so I don't read a lot of fiction in the three months or so while I'm really drafting a first draft, and then I cram it all in, in between. Um, And then, um, but TV is a little different in the sense that it's, it gives me a chance. I do a lot of social media stuff while I'm watching TV. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I'm being a complete bum. (laughs) I'm accomplishing something that I need to get accomplished, but it gives my brain a break. Yeah, you so, sound exactly even like there, me. <laughs> even there, it's a lot less than it than I. I just can't. I can't. People say, "Oh, you should watch this new show," and I just go, "No, I can't. I don't. I can't add anything." There's a lot of great. Uh, the Crown is it the Crown? I keep hearing yeah, about Netflix. and mm-hmm. something about. Is that the one that's about Queen Victoria? Anyway. I, yeah, people, so the I crown is about Queen Elizabeth, and then Victoria oh, okay. is about Queen Victoria. Oh, well, there you go. That makes sense. But they're basically the and same people, show. <laughs> I got it, yes. And I think I would love, I, I, sometimes I tell people, I, I am convinced I would thoroughly enjoy that, but I just, I can't go there right now. There's only so much time, and when you have a family and a career, it's hard to find time to then add in there a show that has 20 episodes that you're like, you have to watch this right now. Yes. And if it really is the whole Netflix thing, when there you find a show that has multiple uh, seasons, and there's all these, uh, that's just a slippery slope that I I need to avoid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
It's true. I have that same hard time. I, I spend a lot of uh, mindless television watching, doing like social media or work, going through my emails, anything that doesn't require me to use both parts of my brain. Exactly. And I enjoy that. And I find that to be, to be a good break for my brain and also a good time to get that kind of stuff done. Absolutely. Well, Lynn, our time is almost over. It's been so much fun talking to you, but I was curious, how can uh, readers find out more information about you and how can they stay in contact with you? The best place is at my website, which is lynnhblackburn.com. And that's also my Instagram handle, Twitter handle, Facebook handle, everything is at lynnhblackburn. And uh, the very best way to stay up to date would be to sign up for my newsletter and the links for all of that are on the website. And just so people know, um, in Beneath the Surface, the, the heroine does a lot of cooking for the team, and I've made a little cookbook for people who sign up for the newsletter, and it comes as a little free download for them with some recipes from the book. That's fantastic. What a cool little freebie to give away. I love that. I hope so. I think it's a fun cookie. The, the cookies and the chicken and dumplings and some of the random things that she makes are mentioned in there, so... That's fantastic. Well, great. Well, Lynn, thank you so much again. Um, we loved ha- I love chatting with you. And uh, listeners, you guys can find uh, Beneath the Surface anywhere books are sold. And we hope to talk to you for your next book, Lynn. Fantastic. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks. You too. I'd like to extend my thanks again to Lynn H. Blackburn for joining me today. You can find her Dive Team Investigation series anywhere books are sold. Thank you also to Ravel Books and Bethany House for their continued support of the podcast. Make sure you stop by freshfiction.com to find out more about Lynn and other Ravel Books and Bethany House authors. Hey guys, we're still growing, so please make sure you help us out by uh, subscribing and rating the podcast, leaving a comment, or even just sharing it on social media. That helps us any way that you can. We really appreciate it. Uh, You can also find us on Twitter by following Fresh Fiction, Instagram as Fresh Fiction, and on Facebook. Um, And then until next time, happy reading.